The final road trip of the 2016 season is here for the Eagles in Baltimore on Sunday as the team looks to break out of this downward spiral. The Eagles haven't won away from home since week two in Chicago. And of course, the Eagles are 2-8 and eight in their last 10 games. A painful skid for everyone. Hello, welcome to the Eagles Live podcast, episode 54. I'm insider Dave Spadaro. The Eagles desperately need a victory on Sunday, playing against a 7-6 and six Baltimore team fighting for its playoff life. Philadelphia is banged up and bruised after last week's loss to Washington, particularly on the offensive side of the ball, where there are questions about who exactly will start. The defense has a tough task, playing against a physical Baltimore running attack and a passing game featuring the speed of Mike Wallace and the guile of veteran Steve Smith. Head coach Doug Peterson is focused on having this team finish the right way down the stretch, as he discusses in his weekly one-on-one here. Doug, what do you think of the game on Sunday against Washington? Not a win, but boy, the Eagles played hard and really passionate and emotional football. It was really good to see. You know, I felt like the leaders really embraced the week up to the game and, and really into the game and it carried over and it spilled over. You saw the enthusiasm. You saw the aggressiveness that uh, had probably been missing the last couple of weeks. And, you know, it's that time of year where, you know, you just put everything on the field, leave it all on the field. There's no holding back. And it was great to see the energy, great to see the effort. And uh, it was just unfortunate we didn't come out with the win. We've talked a lot about Carson and his progress. Are you also seeing the progress that you want to see from other young players? I am. Obviously with Carson, because he's the focal point, obviously, in the quarterback, and he's made you know big strides from day one to now, and he seems to be getting better every single week. You see big plays, and you see plays that you just kind of go, wow, you know, some of the throws he makes, the toughness, mental and physical toughness, and then even with some of the young guys, with Isaac now having to play two out of the last three weeks, and Wendell getting a lot of reps, and it's good to see these guys. Jalen Mills on defense, and you know, great opportunities for these guys this year, definitely make them better and, and more prepared going into next season. How good are the Baltimore Ravens coached by some old friends? You know, they're playing well. You know, uh, defensively, they're healthy. They got their guys and it's a tough place to play. Obviously, I've been down there several times and, you know, offensively, Flacco is one of the top quarterbacks in the league and Steve Smith and some of the guys on offense, they got some weapons there. So another good challenge for us, another good uh, opportunity and another road trip that we can go handle some business. What is it like, Doug, when you coach against all these guys that you know so well? You know, down in Baltimore, it's Harbs and it's Castillo, Juan Castillo and Marty Morningweg, etc. Is that the same way every week with you? I guess you know every coach around the league, right? You know a lot of the guys, but these are the guys that you've worked with for a few years. And Marty, actually, we go back to Green Bay days, you know, when I was a player. And, you know, it's great to coach against them and very similar in style. And offenses are relatively the same. You know, there's some same structure there and kind of know how Juan thinks a little bit with the offensive line and what they're going to do. So it's always fun to go against uh, someone that you worked with. And you know, we just got to get the team ready to go and head to Baltimore. Thanks, coach. Thank you. One of the bright spots for the offense has been tight end Zach Ertz, who is coming off a 10-catch, 112-yard game against Washington. Here is Ertz as he talks about the Ravens' defense and the mood in the Eagles' locker room. Let's talk about the Baltimore Ravens. What kind of defense do they have? Yeah, I mean, obviously they're a great defense. They're historically always been one of the top defenses in the league, and it's no different this year. They're number one in rush defense this year in the NFL. Very physical. They're very disciplined up front. A lot of really good players in that front seven. They brought in Eric Weddle from the Chargers, who's been a pro bowler whole career so we got to be in our a game this week to be successful your production has been fantastic the last i don't know five six weeks how much did the injury set you back when you step back and really look at what you could have accomplished on an individual basis this year yeah just those weeks off not kind of being in the offense 
Carson was kind of getting the ball out to other people, and I think he kind of grew accustomed to that. So I think just from that level, it kind of took us a while to kind of get back on the same page. And I think we've done it over the past couple of weeks, and I think we're really excited about the future for that reason. What is it like with Carson now? What kind of bond do you have? What kind of trust in each other do you have? Yeah, I mean, we're very good friends. I mean, he's a very talented quarterback, and obviously you love playing with the guy that has that much talent. He sees the game very similar to the way I see it, which is very encouraging from my standpoint. But, I mean, ultimately, all we care about is winning. We're trying to win football games here, whether we have 10 catches together or no catch together. It really doesn't matter. Um, we're just trying to win the game. I know you are. I know the locker room is, and Eagles fans are as well, bummed about being 5-8. and eight. Why should Eagles fans be optimistic about what this team is building now for years to come? I mean, you look around this team, there's a lot of talented football players. There's a lot of guys that are going to give everything they have to the city, just like we've always done. And we're really excited as a team about where this team is going. We just got to clean up some things. We've been in positions to win a lot of games this year. And I think just having that mentality, that killer instinct, uh, it's building for us. And I think we're really excited about the future. Thanks, Zach. Yep. Hi, I'm tight end Brent Selleck, and you're listening to the Eagles Live Podcast with Dave Spadaro. Touchdown, Brent Selleck! How is Carson Wentz holding up after 13 games of his rookie season? The quarterback met the media this week, and here are some of the highlights of what he said. Well, it's frustrating. You know, no one likes losing, um, especially in this business as a quarterback. You know, I'm wired to, to be a winner. You know, I hate losing. But, you know, at the same time, it doesn't affect us going forward. I know it doesn't affect me. I could probably say the same thing for the guys in that locker room. You know, we're going to come in and prepare um, and be the same win or lose because I think that's what it takes to be great. You can't waver. You can't change how you approach things. You can't change how you go about your business, win, lose, or draw. But at the same time, yeah, without a doubt, we don't like losing around here. Myself and, and really just everybody, we just got to be better disciplined with things, whether that's from alignments, from pre-snap things, from recognition, from read, you know, you name it. I think we all just got to be more disciplined and really just execute better. You know, I think it, it starts with me. There's just things we got to control, control our mistakes. That goes for everybody, myself, uh, first and foremost. I ran into former Eagle Ike Reese at the Novacare Complex this week as he was taping the Eagles game plan show and the current drive time host at WIP puts into perspective this football team at 5-8 and eight and draws some comparisons to the Eagles of 1999. Ike Reese, here we are, 5-8. and eight. How did we get here? Well, I think you get here because you're not good enough to know how to close out games. The thing I found interesting watching this team that reminds me of us in 1999, we played in a fair share of close games as well. We ended up 5-11, and 11, but that could have very easily been an 8-18 eight and 18 had we not blown leads. We were still a young team learning how to win, and I think that's where this team is. I mean, injury has also played a part of it, but obviously inconsistent play in key moments is what really has hurt the team because they've been in just about every game. Did you feel in 99 that Donovan was, no doubt about it at this point, the franchise quarterback and then do you also feel that Carson is the franchise quarterback yeah no doubt about it the difference is we obviously didn't get to see Donovan on the field early in 1999 but just watching him in practice run the scout team certainly had us excited you know I know there was a buzz around the defense just going up against him every day in practice with the scout team and with Carson the benefit for him is that he's gotten a chance to play early and I tell you I can only think of maybe one game the Bengals game maybe other than that watching him throw the ball watching him play out there consider in his circumstances of what's around him, I've been very impressed. And I think the thing I've been more impressed with 
his maturity level, the way that he's not allowed the circumstances to affect him mentally, his leadership, how he approaches it, love his body language, never seems to be down on himself, and players feed off of that. And so I think that's why you watch him over there on the offensive side of the ball. You got to feel good about what the future holds because he's able to have this sort of mental capacity and an early stage in his career, it can only get better. The tools are all there. I mean, to me, there's no question about the tools, the athleticism, the strength in the arm, things of that nature. That's all a no-brainer to me. I love his disposition in the face of adversity, and that bodes well for us all. On the defensive side of the ball, like who would you identify as building blocks? Well, obviously, you got Fletcher in there, even though he's been here for four years. I think he's still, he's not even hit the prime of his career. I like what I've seen out of Benny Logan, the time that he's been out there to play. Love Jordan Hicks. I mean, I think we got, you know, a guy in the middle of our defense is going to be a leader for a long time around here. Certainly like having him there. And then we got a mixture of, um, I don't know if we would consider them building blocks because they're not as young, but I like to look at things in a five-year window. I look at our safeties. We're good to go. I love both of those guys back there. Very smart. Play a physical brand of football. Brandon Graham being in there. Vinny Curry, you want to see him sort of get going because I think there's a lot of potential in him there. I look at our defense and I think there's enough good pieces there that needs something added on to them, particularly at the cornerback position, but I think we're headed in the right direction. I really do. I think sometimes we become a little impatient and we want immediate success, but uh, I think there's enough good pieces here that we can build on. Thanks, Hank. Yep, no problem, Spuds. Find out what it really feels like to play for the Eagles with the all-new Eagles Fantasy Camp held from April 6th through the 8th at Lincoln Financial Field. The weekend includes Eagles legends, team practices and games, behind-the-scenes tours, and much more. Register now at EaglesFantasyCamp.com. From his vantage point in the waning moments of Sunday's loss to Washington, Mike Quick watched along with all of us as the Eagles offense reached the 14-yard line of the Redskins, close once again to a fourth-quarter comeback victory. What was he thinking as he looked down on the field? Here is some Eagles talk with Quick Six. Mike, Carson Wentz last week, a lot of responsibility sitting there on the 14-yard line. You're up in the radio booth with Merrill. What were you thinking? I really was thinking that Carson and the offense, they were going to pull out the game, and I thought the Eagles were going to win the game. The way he was able to move down the field and engineering that drive, I had high hopes, and I certainly thought that they would pull it out. But, of course, the protection breaks down, and they end up getting the football, and, and game's over. And so we talk all the time about learning from those kinds of games. How does a player learn how to win when you're kind of sitting there going, gosh, I'm so frustrated with all these losses. Well, I think you have to sometimes be able to extract your individual play. And if Carson does that, he realizes that he did everything that he could have done during that drive to win the football game. For Eagles fans who are sitting there going, I'm bummed, five and eight, eight losses in 10 games, how do you raise their spirits during this holiday season? Woo, that's a big one. <laughs> Hope that Santa Claus brings you what you want for Christmas. And what is that from an Eagles standpoint? I think that going forward, you have to look at the talent that you do have to work with. Now, it takes years to really build where you want to get, but there are some holes that are filled already. I think some of the young offensive linemen, thinking right now, Vitae and Samalu, I think both those guys are going to be really good going forward. Of course, you've got a quarterback, and there are a couple other young guys on the roster that are really going to help this football team, but there certainly needs to be some help. I think they have to get a solid cornerback. If you can get it, one of these guys like a Josh Norman, a guy that can take one side of the field, it really makes it easier for your defense and your defensive coordinator to maneuver the other 10 players on the field. All of a sudden, Mike, this NFC East is loaded. The stakes are much higher, and the bar is set really high. The Eagles can't count on dominating a 
weak division anymore, so this Eagles personnel department has to bring in really good players, not only in free agency, in the draft, after the draft. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, really high stakes here. Dave, that's going to be the big job because you're right. If you look at the NFC East, it's so loaded with talent from all of the other teams in the NFC East. And so it's not just bringing in a guy who can start in Philadelphia. You got to be able to compare that guy to the other guys in the NFC East. And you've got to have guys that can start on any team in the NFC East. You look at Dallas, you look at Washington, the Giants, all those teams are really talented. So going out and finding guys that can match that talent, huge job for this personnel department. What are you looking for on Sunday against Baltimore? I just want to see a solid performance by the offensive line, giving the quarterback time to throw the football and certainly the defense. You know, going into the season, this team was supposed to be led by the defensive front. I want to see the defensive front really getting after Joe Flacco. That's a good offensive line down there, but it's a good test for this defensive front. I want to see them not just on Sunday, but the last three games finishing like professionals and playing some of their best football. Thank you, Mike. Yep. Quick's partner in the radio booth, the great Merrill Reese, has his Merrill Minute now, and he relates a conversation he had with a former great NFL head coach who knows a thing or two about winning the Super Bowl and about developing a young quarterback into a superstar. I had an opportunity earlier this week at the Burke Bell Awards Dinner to speak with former Green Bay Super Bowl champion coach Mike Holmgren. Mike, of course, has one of the great coaching trees in the history of the NFL, and it was Mike who was the mentor to Andy Reid, among others. We talked about Doug Peterson, who Mike knows quite well from his time in Green Bay and who Doug considers one of his mentors. And Mike is convinced that Doug has everything it takes to be an outstanding head coach in this league. And another area that we spoke of and where Mike Holmgren is certainly an expert is about the quarterback position and he talked about Carson Wentz he said the Eagles have a great young quarterback in Carson Wentz he has every quality that you look for and he's convinced that Carson Wentz in a very short time will become one of the top five quarterbacks in this league so some very lifting moments with the great coach Mike Holmgren And that will do it for this Eagles Live podcast, episode 54. Thanks to Brian Thomas and Richard Shue putting this all together. Thanks to all of you for joining us each and every week here on the Eagles Live podcast. A quick turnaround week for the Eagles as they play Baltimore on Sunday and then get ready for the New York Giants who come to Lincoln Financial Field the following Thursday. We'll have our instant reaction podcast after the game at the Ravens, so make sure you're with us then. And hopefully the Eagles will find a way to end this streak and get back in the winning column. I'm Dave Spadaro. Thanks so much, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day and go Eagles!